0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. That's right, delivered by 828 Logistics. and This is, of course, the Bengals' pre-draft show. And we're here to talk all things Cincinnati Bengals, and we're joined by none other than the draft analyst for NFL Network and NFL Media, Lance Zerline, joining us on the show. Lance, first of all, it's just good to be with you. And uh, this this will help me to feel like I'm going to make sure that we get this one right.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, It's a pleasure to be with you. You know, I'm busy right now, but always find time for you. There's no question about that. I'm looking forward to talking about a good team. I've been talking about the Houston Texans on my radio show every day, and I mean it's more exciting picks, obviously two and twelve than back in the uh, the back end of the first. But it's a good football team, so it's it's better to have the. you know, a little less drama in the draft than, than the Texans have.
1: Well, uh, th- there is some optimism there because remember the Bengals, it weren't that long ago they were the team at yeah. the dra- at the top of the draft board, and then
0: well, long ago, a guy, all- by
1: the name of Joe Burrow, and everything changes, right?
0: Right. yeah so, that's, I mean, that's how it happens. Just one quarterback, but it wasn't one quarterback. That's the whole thing. You know, it's yeah. it was it was having Tyler Boyd there. Yeah. It was T Higgins drafting yeah. him. It was. Yeah you know, Jamar Chase, like Joe Mixon, all those pieces had been continuing to, you know, it's a process. That's what That's it right. is. It may look like Burrow, but as Bengals fans know, it's a whole process.
1: That's right. There are some other components that have been there and then some that were added since, and they go heavy on the offensive line, and so they're continuing to build. And, you know, you talked about Joe Mixon. The running back situation uh, tends to be one that sparks a lot of conversation in the NFL now, um, right. Lance, and you know that. So, running back seems to be the obvious choice, um, particularly if a Bijan Robinson is available when the Bengals go on the clock with that twenty-eighth overall pick. But if he's not there, give us another running back that could deserve
0: slipping into the back end of the first round. Well, I think Jamar Gibbs, because you know what you want to do, and of course, the Bengals are—you've you, lost one of your running backs, one of your hammerheads. You can find those guys. Those guys aren't as hard hard to find. You can go find them in the middle rounds. Houston Texans found Damian Pierce, the top of the fourth, and he's a really good back. And there's some guys that you'll be able to find fourth, fifth round that can do some of the heavy lifting. You can go find veteran running backs. But Jameer Gibbs is a guy who's uniquely suited to create matchup issues. And, you know, if you wanted to take the shot. What he allows you to do is he gives you an explosive back. That's maybe you give him the ball uh, seven to to ten carries yeah. in a, in a given game. Um, he's more of a of a slasher. He's not a guy who's going to be real powerful between the tackles. But he is almost he is a very difficult matchup out of the backfield. And so if you take an offense that has a creative element to it of of being being able to take a running back, run him out of the backfield, and all of a sudden you've got you know, four wide with a tight end in there and and teams are going to have to figure out the matchup. A guy like Joe Burrow can basically take a look. And, you know, LSU did some of this when he was there. He can take a look and go find who your weakest link is and he can attack the weakest link. So if you have a guy like Jamar Gibbs from Alabama, who is a very uh, confident and competent pass catcher and route runner, it really allows you to kind of mismatch teams. Now, are you the same as Joe Mixon getting it downhill and no. and getting tough yards, no, he's not that back, but he's a no. good complementary piece, I think, for a really, you know, a team that's got a lot. He's a great uh, add-on. Like, you add on to the car or to your house. You want to go yeah. get a patio built onto your home, a swimming pool. That's yeah. what Jameer Gibbs could be for a good offense.
1: Yeah, and if you go to NFL.com, you can see the work of Lance Zerline, and you do a really good job of breaking down each single player. And I think with Gibbs, you kind of compared him to Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah. I think that was your comp, and so – Certainly, that would be a, a huge gap, and I think a really good fit um, for Zach Taylor's offense. Let's talk about this deep pool of tight ends uh, in this year's draft class. Of course, people here in Cincinnati would love the local kid, uh, Michael Mayer. Uh, he would be a fan favorite, there is no doubt about it. But in your um, 3.0 mock draft, you had the kid from Oregon State, Luke Musgrave, at the mm-hmm. tight end position. What, what considerations... Uh, would he bring to the table? And then what way should Zach Taylor might take a look at him when they go on the clock?
0: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. When I did that, Bengals fans didn't like it at all. They're kind of tied right, into Kaleja Cansey and that's who they want. And yeah. they didn't want to tie it in. But uh, Luke, uh, Luke Musgrave is going to be a guy that you'll look at his stats, and you'll see two games of of, of stats this year, so it doesn't look like he has any production. But he, was, he got injured, so he missed the rest of the year. But when you watch him play, he's 257 pounds, great lean muscle mass. He's, he's got some ability as a blocker. Uh, I think he can get better as a route runner. He's fast. He runs a four six one forty. former skier, like a very high level skier when he was younger. So he's got yeah. really fluid feet and hips that work in conjunction with each other. I think he's got a lot of upside. I think he's got a chance to become the best tight end out of this draft, which is why I put him there. Now I've talked to teams who believe he may fall out of the first round. So, take that for what it's worth i think if you if you look at darnell washington you're getting more of a blocker than a pass catcher yeah. um, although he's got good ball skills he's just not as fluid out in routes i think luke musgrave would be great but he's not going to be much of a blocker he has to be a guy who's basically like a big slot who yeah. is just going to size mismatch people and the mayor of course would be terrific but he's not going to be there at 28 i think he yeah. may end up being the top tight end off the board so yeah. you know but the but the thing i like about this is luke Scootmaker is a guy who does a lot of what Musgrave does. You can get him in the Mm -hmm. second round, uh, maybe even a third out of Michigan. There's a guy, uh, Tyler Kraft, out of South South, uh, Dakota State, Mm -hmm. who is also going to be... um, uh, a, a tight end in a in late second to, to middle part of the third who's going to be available. Britton Strange. like It's a good tight end draft. It's a tight end yeah. draft that I think goes about seven deep in terms of guys who could become starters, which is a good number for tight ends. So I happen to like the tight end position for the Bengals because I think one of the things you have to recognize about if you lose T. Higgins, for example, contractually, you just feel like you can't pay him. Then you can come back with a pass catching tight end. And now you look at a lot of teams that have been able to, you know, I mean Kansas City's one of them. You don't have to have two great wide receivers outside, but if you can get a really plus pass catcher who can block a little bit at tight end, you get two good one elite wide receiver in Jamar Chase, and then a good one on the other side. You can still cause a lot of problems for a team. So I think tight end is a position that that Cincinnati should at least keep open. At, at number 28. We
1: tend to agree with you, Lance. The 21 personnel is becoming a, a huge favorite in terms of personnel grouping. The coaches want to use two tight ends, one running back, because you can keep the base defense on the field and still that feel like you have a matchup advantage with your tight ends. Two right. tight ends now on the field working against a strong safety or linebacker. you got to feel like uh, you can win. So more teams are going to be using this 21 personnel grouping a little bit more as we move into the future talk to me about uh cincinnati Bengals maybe in the secondary duke tobin took secondary um players with their first two picks in last year's draft the Bengals have lost three of their four starters in the secondary in free agency so if they were to lean in that direction who might be worthy of that selection at 28th overall or maybe later in the second round someone that can fit in and maybe play right away with what Lou Anaroma wants to do defensively?
0: Yeah, it's going to be tricky. Uh, I think there's four clear-cut cornerbacks who will go in the first round. I'm not sure any of them make it to 28, which is going to be the problem. Now, if you wanted, you could go get a guy like Brian Branch. He may be on the board from Alabama. He can play some nickel. He can play near the line of scrimmage. He can play back. He is a very smart football player. I think he's a very safe draft pick. He's a good, very, very good tackler. Um, I think his speed is... Very average at the at the nickel position runs in about the four five five four five seven range, but he plays faster than that, and that's the kind of smart, uh, versatile, multi dimensional cornerback who can play or corner safety who can play multiple positions. I think it gives you a lot of flexibility in terms of who your next draft pick is going to be. Because I assume Cincinnati may take a look at you know two defensive back draft spots in this year's draft. Um, certainly, you know finding a safety. That can step up and, and make some plays and can be a guy on the back end is a consideration. And unfortunately, this is not a great safety draft. So no. I think that's one of the concerns you may have if you're the Bengals, is that can we find a guy at safety? I love Jair Brown out of Penn State. Didn't yeah. test well at the combine, did better in his testing at the pro day. Think he's gonna be a third round pick, but um He's a guy that I really like a lot on tape, came out of Penn State, similar to Jaquan Brisker. I think Brisker yes. is a little better prospect, but I don't think Jair Brown's really far behind, just doesn't have the the athletic profile yeah. that Brisker does. But um, in terms of getting a 28 pick, I think Brian Branch is one consideration. And then you may talk about reaching a little bit into the back end of the first, maybe DJ Turner out of, uh, out of Michigan, Michigan yeah. or possibly Keely Ringo out mm-hmm. of uh, Georgia, is maybe another consideration. He's yeah. a guy who's a big physical corner who might be able to slot over to safety in the future. But I think he's, I think he's definitely going to be a, a cornerback. Those are a couple guys, uh, Solly, that I think could, you know, that you might be looking at at twenty eight. Because I think the top four corners are off the board.
1: Yeah, Branch is a guy I think will be there. Just a matter of, you know, he ran the four, five, eight. Not a blazing forty time, but this is a no. guy that's got a tremendously high football IQ. Um, they call him uh, Little Nick, Little Nick Saban, because the guy yeah. is he is phenomenal when it comes to uh, diagnosing what offenses want to do. Uh, I think he's going to be a good football player in our league. You go back to an Ed Reed; he didn't test really high in a lot of those athletic metrics, you knew how to play, but, but from a football IQ, he knew what to do. Okay, one last question uh, before we get you out of here. Maybe maybe a couple of more, real quick. Um, the Chiefs proved it last year; you can hit it out of the park in the draft, and you can find talent late in the draft and Isaiah Pacheco who just ran all over the the Eagles in the Super Bowl was a 7th round pick. Yeah. So what uh what hidden gems might uh the Bengals be able to find
0: uh when when Duke Tobin go searching in those later rounds? Give me some I'm going to I'm going to lean on you here. Give me three positions that you want, and I'll give you some players. Um I I would certainly say running back that would be a good but-
1: steal. Um, okay. An interior defensive lineman, um, I think we might want him a little bit earlier, but if right. we found one that was impactful, I think that would be really good. And then uh, safety corner, um, we already know there's a great
0: need there because we're we're going to probably draft a couple of guys, as you say. All right, so I'm going to go right off my own rankings here at running back and a guy that I think, um, how far back do I want to go? How about day three? There you go. There you fourth go. round through it's seventh gym. round. Let's take a look. So one guy I'd say would be Eric Gray out of Oklahoma. Um, Eric Gray, to me, is a talented pass protector. He can catch it. He's just – he's rock steady. And if he falls to the fourth round, to me, that's exactly the kind of value that you would love if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. I love Eric Gray, by the way.
1: And I can tell you right now, you know uh, you know, Zach Taylor grew up in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. His, his dad that's played right. for the Sooners – he was a corn husker, but he, he kind of went off the radar with that one. But yeah, I, there's no doubt we we like those Oklahoma running backs here in Cincinnati. We just we just lost P Ryan and P Ryan, they don't yeah. have mixes. So yeah, we Eric Gray. I think that's a really good one. We're running out of time, so I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. move forward with the okay. for this last question because it's about the running backs. Yeah. Um the 2017 draft class of running backs was I just thought phenomenal. Um, and we're talking about guys like playoff Lenny Fournette. We're talking Christian McCaffrey. We're talking Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, right? Uh, we're talking a lot of good back Austin Eckler and and uh, and, and and Delvin Cook. And so, um, talk to me about this year's draft class. You just gave us Earl Gray, a guy who could go on day three and still be an impactful player. Uh, do you like this this draft class of running backs?
0: In general, I do not. Uh, I wish I did. I kind of like last year's. I thought it was deeper, had better depth last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you have the same depth. I think there's some hit or miss guys. Israel uh, uh, Abaconda from Pitt is a guy that I like. Uh, Tank Bigsby from Auburn. There's some guys that I personally like, but I think in general, if you want running back, this year's going to be – I think a lot riskier, a lot riskier. I thought wow. guys, I saw guys that I felt pretty good about this year. I feel like higher ceiling, lower floor. So I think the floor is gotcha. a little lower with this running back cla- class, and so that's why I'm a little bit concerned. Okay. I think it's one of the reasons I think that Bijan Robinson is going to go earlier than people think because you know you have a surefire thing with Bijan. Yeah, if you got to wait, probably not going to find that Isaiah Pacheco like you. Like you. No, but like he was the seventh. So yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah, you never know.
1: Well, see, I told you, I knew you would help me get it right. See, now <laughs> I'll have to I'll go back and do my homework there. There's a few of the guys that I thought Earl Gray, at least we were aligned there. Uh, I think he'd be a, a really good get uh for the Cincinnati Bengals, particularly if he's around on day three. Lance right. Erline, thank you for taking the time to join us. You're a good Absolutely. one. And uh you do some of the best work out there. We want to encourage everyone to go Appreciate to NFL.com.